Hello there and welcome to the podcast. It's John Markar here and I thought I'd just jump in with a very quick but very important message that I wanted to share with you before you delve into this episode of the Driven Chat podcast. This podcast, the Driven Chat podcast, has now come to an end. But don't worry, I'm not going to stop you from listening to this episode or from catching up with the 185 episodes that we've recorded in this format. I just wanted to let you know that if you're looking for our new episodes recorded after December 2023, then you'll need to seek out our new podcast, The Driven Podcast. You can find The Driven Podcast in all the usual podcast platforms, including, chances are, the one that you're listening to this one on right now. So please do enjoy this episode, share it with a friend by all means. But when it's done, don't forget to search for the new podcast, The Driven Podcast, and subscribe to the new format to hear the new stuff. To make life easy, head on over to the Driven website via driven.site. There you will find links through to the new podcast, including links to your preferred podcast platform. And hey, whilst you're there, why not check out everything else we do, including hand-picked automotive news stories, car and bike reviews, video features, and even more. For now, though, I'll let you enjoy this episode. And I will remind you again at the end of the episode, but for the future reference, this message is approximately 1 minute and 30 seconds long. That's six clicks on the 15-second skip button. Enjoy. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. You dream it, we bring it to life. Find out more at drivenchat.com. Hi, welcome to the Driven Chat Podcast. I'm Andy J. Now, I'm really pleased to be able to say that I'm sat with the lovely Amy Shaw. Hello. She's photography's finest in the automotive space. The marvellous Mr. John Marker, who we love to bits, is also in the house. Hi. Just currently silencing his phone, naughty chops. (laughs) (laughs) And the man, the guest par excellence. It's Ant Partridge. How are you doing, Ant? Hey. Hello, Ant. It's it's great to be here. I'm going to make a confession right now. This is... Take number three <laughs> for, our, for our podcast with Anne. Standard the procedure f- in my in my field. The um, first time involved John and I travelling to a hotel and it got a bit whiskied. The whiskey. second time it got a bit UFO'd <laughs> and, uh, and fluorescent suited. So just so that we cover this in the first minute to two minutes, uh, Anne, what's your favourite car? GT40, 1969. Amy, what's your least favourite car? Oh, I, what's the one that is based on like a dolphin? It's got, it looks like a really fat car, you know, with like... Based the, on a dolphin? Yeah, it's got those two little weird headlights that... It's the, the ugliest car you can think of. That one. Apparently they're like amazing. Hyundai Coupe? No, not that one. Chevy Leaf? No. You know is what? Go on. Yes. Multipler? Yes, that's I quite it. quite like a multipler. No. <laughs> yeah, the bobbly one. It looks yeah. like a car that's melted onto another car. Apparently it's been based on a dolphin. Oh, is that right? Uh, I mean, who yeah. knows? John. Like a, a toxic dolphin. <laughs> Not not enough car chat, you two. Sorry. Steady. John, yes. I'm trying to make sure we actually get some car content in the first couple of minutes of this pod because otherwise John's going to kill me. John, um, who's the most famous person you've had in a car with you? Oh, that's a very good question. Lewis Hamilton. You lucky so-and-so, really? Mm, yeah. Did you drive him? Yes. Was yeah. he impressed with your driving? 
not particularly because we weren't going very fast. Mm. We were driving around. We were in Nevada, of all places. Nice. Yeah, it was a very slow parade. Very lovely car. It was a Koenigsegg. But you're also nice. friends with the Hoff. Like yeah, we've talked about this. No, he's, yeah, but yeah. this is the trouble. Uh, the he says the Hoff, and then he doesn't text him, and it turns out to be. Well, but then were he, you though? Have you been in the car with the Hoff? Who is more famous? Would you say Lewis Hamilton or the Hoff? I'm gonna quite confidently say Lewis Hamilton. I'm, I'm gonna beg know. to differ. I'm gonna beg to differ. Depends where you ask in the world. I'm yeah. totally yeah. with John. Lewis Hamilton, seven <laughs> times yeah. world champion. Yes, at but, the minute, like, is obviously very famous now, but like. Up until if you don't watch car racing, yeah, then exactly. uh, but the Hoff. No, but then that's valid. That's valid. He's a and singer. to be fair, I have do remember. Have you seen once. his leather jacket with light bulbs on it? <laughs> I have actually. Draws a crowd. <laughs> Thirty thousand people. He sings to in Germany. Yeah, that yeah. have never seen Night Rider. Well, they just go to see watch him sing. People it's also, true. I mean, he credits himself for the removal of the Berlin Wall as well. He d- yeah. genuinely does. He ge- genuinely does believe that he was. Again, this is not car chat. And yeah. well, uh, I, we you... can bring that back to car chat because my friends did the gumball rally with the Hoff. Well, and they of had the to kick rally, him out of the car. Do you know who uh, they did it in kit? Do you know the original who runs kit. the gumball rally or who used to? <laughs> John Marker. He doesn't well, actually. It. Yeah, yeah, I meant to talk to you about this. Go on. Do you remember years ago John's when glazing over when, already? Uh, oh, Look at him. Sorry. Wait, no, no, no. Go this on. is uh, so. Bam. The the boy. The jackass boys uh, were there is, in the Volkswagen. Oh my time. This is, oh, okay. that was like 2000. So they were there in their Volkswagen with a Porsche engine in it. That's they right. had a uh, to the tra- the bus camper thing. Yes. And my mate. One of my best mates in the world, Niels Peter Jensen, who he'll be listening at some point. Um, they did the gumball rally. Him and a few of his mates um, in kit. One of one of the guys that did it, um, Jared Hasselhoff, who's uh-huh. uh, he's the um, he's the guitarist from the Bloodhound Gang. Okay, um, right, yeah. And uh, he's like the cousin or nephew of David Hasselhoff. Yes, he um, is. I've met him as well. Uh, lunatic. Yeah. Great guy. Lunatic. Um, uh, from Berlin, and um, so so they ended up doing the gumball rally. They got talked into it, and they're like, "Oh, we'll do it in kit." It's like parked the the last car, the actual real car, mm-hmm. was in a garage, and they kind of fixed it to run. And they did the gumball rally, and they were like the only poor guys on the rally, right? <laughs> and like they did, they couldn't even afford petrol. And like everybody, every time they go to their car, there'd be like a thousand dollars stuffed down the seat. Like some rich dude would be like, they'd be like, here you go, get yourself some petrol and buy yourself some dinner. You know what I mean? So they were a like, thousand dollars. Yeah, they were getting. These like, guys, are they any idea how much petrol costs? <laughs> well, <laughs> this is amazing. No, clearly not. When you're a billionaire, you don't know how much petrol costs, do it's you? The, uh, what's the you know? what's the other test? The how much is a pint of milk? The, the, the politician get asked yep. how much is a pint of milk and they're like oh, I don't know a thousand pounds was it Ricky Gervais says I don't know but here's 50 quid go and get me one <laughs> I love it but yeah so they so but they had the half um, with them through in and out and he was kind of in his um, bouts of you know this is back in the day when he was drinking quite a lot uh-huh. and uh, I think uh, I, I'd probably tell this I'm butchering this story but the end of it right <laughs> Kit broke down um, so they're at the, at probably the, weighed down they were, by the thousand pounds. They were in New York City going into Times Square. I think this uh-huh. one ended, and um, so they were coming down the the whatever road it's called. And Kit has broken down, and so um, and there's a big parade on right at the same time. I don't know what parade it was, and so but they had all the Marvel like Superman, they had Batman, they had all That's these cool. like um, characters right. all helping push Kit down the road. <laughs> so they've got Kit. And the Hoff is all pissed off. He got out of the car because he's like, there's no way you I'm going to be was... seen on camera pushing Knight Rider across the thing with me in a car. So he got out. So he was pissed off. 
He was pissed <laughs> off. Completely Dad pissed joke. off. Very good. Yeah. Right? So he got out, like, you know, spit his dummy out. And so my mates were in kit and they got pushed across the, the finish line with all these superheroes, right? So then this old boy comes up to the window and he's like, um, listen, if you guys if you guys need a hand fixing the car, just give me a call. And um, and they're like, oh, that's that's fantastic because we got to get this car. We're going to do another road trip and then we're going to get out of America. And, and um, so like a few days after the end of the, the all the everything calmed down. And so, so, um, after that, they, they call this guy up, this old boy that give him this number. So they go to his house and they, they're, they're driving out, um, in the middle of nowhere. They get to the, get to this massive house and they're like, where the hell are we? So they get there and they, the, the guy like pulls him in the, into his garage. And so he pulls the car in and he's got like mechanic, he's got like a full on workshop with mechanics and everybody at his house. Right. And, um, and these guys are looking around and it's like, just all like, old plastic Mustangs and Cobras and all this. Please and tell then, me this is Colonel Sanders, KFC's No, oh. it's, it's only Carol Shelby. <laughs> right? Wow. And, and so he, okay, he, that's even better. Yeah, so they go to his house, right? And one of his mechanics helps him out. They fix the car. They find some parts that they needed and uh, got the car all running. They spent the day with Carol Shelby. He showed him around yeah. the house and they went off and did, uh, did their thing. And But yeah, it was like, how how cool is that? That's, no, that's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. John, question for you. Have okay. you ever driven a monster truck? No, I haven't. That sounds like fun. Like the proper big driving over other yeah, cars. I'm dying no. to have a go on one of them. I really want to do that. Mm. Like, what would you I'd do, though? Like, would you, I don't know what you try to, would you just try and find like a scrapyard that you can just drive over the cars? And you need to go to America them? if you want to drive. I mean, I'd, I'd a, kind a of like truck. to do almost anything in a monster truck <laughs> just to see what it's like. I'd like to drive over a couple of other cars, obviously that, you know, are about to be scrapped and don't <laughs> yes. have people in them, etc. Or the Vauxhall Mockers. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, that's fine. I'd like to do a jump in one because it looks awesome. Yeah. You, know, you have to jump one if you're in a if you're in a monster truck. You have to jump one and you have to wheelie one. They do backflips now. Yeah, I like crazy. Yeah. This is Andy. I like that the, the you know John and I try to get you into motorcycles and you're quite worried about this getting a on point. a motorcycle. But you're like, yeah, I will flip a, a monster truck. Yeah, I'm totally out for a monster truck. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you, you, you never get hurt in one of those, right? Precisely. Exactly. Yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. Not worried about that yeah, at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a monster truck like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won't even think. I'm there. There's Back an amazing festival long. that we should try and attend. It's in Florida. It's in, I can't, what's the muddy, the really, really muddy bit of Florida. They do this, it's essentially, it is a festival for monster trucks, but people build their own. And they turn this mass of land into this mud bath festival where they just rip around in monster trucks oh, for a weekend. Awesome. Um, we should. We Maybe should that should be our MX-5 conversion plan. <laughs> Maybe we it's should convert an MX5 into a monster. Has it? Yeah, my friend oh, Martin did it for a TV fucks. show. Yeah, looks good. MX5 monster truck. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but come on, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm I'm not American, but I'm Canadian. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> monster. It, it's a monster truck, not a monster MX5. Not, uh, a monster MX5. No, a, Mi- a monster Max. See, yes. see, in in Canada, the, I I know that I'm I'm going to get slayed for this. Um, because we're actually, I'm actually building two MX-5s at the moment. One into a drift car and another one for this other project I'm doing. But and I do actually like the cars now. I didn't before, and up until about a few years ago, um, I couldn't stand these cars, and I had no idea why they were quite cool. But mm. until I drove one, and and and, yeah. and and now they, I, I get it. But like up until that day in my life, they've always been 
me ought to get a new car. Okay, right. Gotcha. That's that's what gotcha. they're called in Canada. It's like anybody that drove one in high school was like, eh, me ought to get a new car. In high school? Yeah, in high school. But but like, I'm not wrong. In my high school in Canada is like for 24, 25-year-olds, right? 18, you leave high school. You leave high school. You leave high school yeah, in 18. So it's like, oh. Yeah, four, 14 to 18 is high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. You guys get a Ford. Yeah, you guys can drive like really young as well. This was back in the 90s. How old were you when you got your first bike? When I got my first bike? Um, first road bike or first like... I'm going to guess. First bike I'm going to guess the first ride. You were first six. Nope. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Um, twice that age almost. Oh, okay. 11. 11. Don't forget, the man that sits before us, the resplendent Mr. Ant Partridge, is now at the ripe old age of 67. <laughs> So he's, he's lived a, he's That's lived my a mind. My body is, is much older. My, my body is about 163 currently. Um, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Adam and I, we've got like a month between us in age. And I, just like, I like to call you old because I'm always calling me old. Oh. <laughs> it's going to take me about half an hour to get up from where I'm sat right now when I've we're got, done I've got six pillows to help my back because <laughs> I'm in the most uncomfortable position with this microphone I'm hating every I'm trying to speak as little as possible so do I you want do some it. anti-inflammatories and some painkillers I've got a pocket full right now <laughs> so you're listening to the Driven Chat Podcast how are you doing um listen a quick one for you now sometimes it's kind of prudent to do this at the end but I don't want you to kind of switch off at the end. And there's going to be loads of the pod still to go. So instead, I'm going to ask Amy to ask you about um, doing ratings and reviews for this pod, please. I if have you, if you don't, I will hunt you down. I'm, I'm just going to threaten all your listeners. Both of them. I will hunt you down. That's my mum you're talking to. Yeah, Actually, yeah. it's not. She doesn't uh, Okay, I, yeah. I, it is your mum, to some be fair. So I won't en- finish that sentence. Some people might enjoy Do being it. hunted down by you. I mean, I can imagine it being a very, like, joyous thing because you'd be like, hey... How's it going? And then you're like, <laughs> do, you want some, do you want some whiskey? Right, if you'd like to, listener, review our podcast, you'll be entered into a competition where we will arrange for Ant Partridge to chase you down. All right. I'll tell you what I'll tell you That's a good shout. Leave a review, tell us your name, give us a rough idea of how to get to you, ping us a message on Instagram uh, just saying, I'd like Ant Partridge to chase me. Uh, in and around those words, and you will be automatically entered into a competition, and we will make this happen. Yeah, I think that's fair. And as we'll, long as they have a bottle of Jack Daniels when they get hunted down, I'm in. Well, yeah. we could we'll give them a bottle of Jack Daniels. Then yeah. I think that's fair. I enough. think that's a that's a perfectly legitimate, well thought out competition, all in alliance with Ofcom regulations. I we would say our two to conditions to that is firstly, you've Ofcom got to give us at least five stars. <laughs> and yes. secondly, the review has to be glowingly positive and and say nice things about everyone, followed by. I would like to be entered into their draw to be chased down by <laughs> And I reckon we might get a few. I appreciate that's a lot of admin. But I, it's going to be worth it. And there's it's, it's there, there could be some you, HR you right and now. some, you know, there's, there's some 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 legal involved in that situation. But you can there'll do be it. a lot of small print somewhere. You can yeah. do it whilst listening to the pod though. You just whack on the old five star thing. You do a little rating, provided you're not driving, where you just kind of say, Hey, nice things about Amy, nice things about John, moderately nice things about An- Andy. And also, I'd like to be chased down by Ant, please. Just Simple ant as that. chase me. And let's <laughs> run it down to what? Hashtag Ant Chase Me. And we'll yep. leave this active till what, the end of Jan twenty twenty one? Fine. Good. It'd be idea. like one of those, you know, in is it Spain where they get all get chased by a bull? Yes. Mm. You'd just be the bull. 
and everybody would be chasing. That would be a great <laughs> festival. We'll, we'll book out a village somewhere where everybody in the village just runs away and you're chasing them going, no, 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 steady on. Can I do that on a Ducati yeah. with like, you know, <laughs> yeah. at this 180 too big. It'll be more miles like, an hour. It'll be more like the Channel 4 show Hunted. <laughs> you know where they've got that command HQ and you've got people like I, like, I only really watch the celebrities ones because it's a bit more fun where you've got the kind of people like Annika Rice and so on yeah. who just kind of disappear and they're being tracked so it'll be like that Ant will have someone's Instagram handle mm. and we will send that someone yeah. a bottle of whiskey and we will give him like four hours to find them yeah. how's that what sound? amazing <laughs> do, I, do I get a tranquilizer gun and a motorcycle no no no, no, no. The, the, all you'll be allowed to do is a socially distanced accepting of whiskey, a uh, socially distanced selfie, and if lockdown has eased, you can lick their cheek. All right. How's that sound? <laughs> I prefer licking foreheads, but cheeks... Forehead is okay, but yeah. only if only if obviously the COVID's <laughs> under control, which... <laughs> only if the, the government <laughs> guidelines permit <laughs> the licking of facial features. Which right. they may not. But in all seriousness, we would really appreciate your um, reviewing the show and spreading the word and telling your friends. Now, back to the pod. We're sitting with a master builder, genius motorbike rider, a man of engines and grease and dirt and duck fat. And, and you have... Wow, I've never been described like that before, but hey. Entered the public's kind of psyche and realisation courtesy of a brilliant show on Discovery Network called Goblin Works Garage, which yeah. is great fun, where yourself, Helen, and Jimmy DeVille take a bunch of cars and bikes, pimp them up, flog them on. Yeah, pretty much. Rinse and repeat. Yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much the name of the game. But there's a whole heap of stuff going on around you that isn't Goblin Works as well. You know, you, you kind of got to that because of the fact that you have lived and breathed this life. I have to sit back. I've got to let you two do some talking. My, <laughs> I, I have a genuine question, actually. I, yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people will be wondering this. Is how What was the journey from you from being somebody that was genuinely, your business was running workshop. Yeah, right, have, you have your own workshop still, don't you? Um, I, I, do, I do. I have a workshop at home now. Right. I have no employees because um, I can't do that again. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, and but no, I, I had a, a custom motorcycle shop in Spain, in Marbella. Cool. Um, I lived in Marbella for uh, nearly fifteen years. And how did it go um, from you having your own custom shop, doing what you're ultimately doing now on TV? Yeah. How? What was the transition? Did somebody find you? Was it? Yeah. It was. It was. It was. Um. It was. It was strange. Really. It was literally. Um. The simple version was. Discovery Channel called me up one day and said, do you want to do a TV show? Lovely. And I said, okay, why not? <laughs> and that was it. There um, you go, folks. That's so, as easy as it is. Yeah. That's as easy as it is. Just in case you're having the TV. same reaction as I am, everyone now hates you. Maddie <laughs> <laughs> became a TV star. I'm just like, just, but, oh, that's what happens, is it? Yeah. They just won't. Been in the industry like, you know, 20, 20 blooming years. Had to graft and shit. <laughs> Next time someone asks me, how, how do I get into it? And I get these... Daily, I get daily questions of just how do I get into telly? What do I do? <laughs> daily, I'm going to say, well, according to Ant, you just sit at home. <laughs> I'm going to stop telling them the advice about how much they have to work and how much effort they have to put in and how much they have to understand. Hold on, the I've done. I did. I did. I did. Just a good, be like Ant. Wait good, for the phone to ring. <laughs> I did you a good a thirty catchy number. <laughs> I did a good thirty-five years of grafting to get that phone call. Right, because because you, you were working for a while for Age Concern UK, weren't you? Was, yeah, you were like yeah, the poster yeah, boy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know. <laughs> when you got that phone call, did it mean that you had to move from Spain? Um, n- well, here. So, so this is the actual story. So, so what happened? Um, someone from uh, from the production company hired by Discovery Channel went into the bike shed in London, mm-hmm. 
Uh-huh. And they talked to my buddy Dutch, one of the owners, who you guys, I, you need to get on the podcast. Dutch and Vicky, the owners Definitely of the Bike Shed. Really yeah. cool people. Car, bike, petrol head. I am wearing one of the Bike Shed hoodies right now. There, you are indeed. Um, and um, so so they go in there and Dutch used to, um, they're Dutch and Vicky, both big media people. Dutch worked for MTV for 20 odd years, 15, 20 odd years. He He used to groom VJs. So he'd he'd right. find the talent yeah, yeah. and groom them, make them into famous VJs. Cool. And that was his gig. That's what he did. And Vicky used to work in another media um, uh, company, a big media uh, company. I can't remember what. Um, but anyway, so so they opened the bike shed in London, which the bike shed, if no one um, knows what it is, if they're listening, it's um it's kind of like. If you know what caffeine a machine is, it's like it's like a, a bar, restaurant, pub, hangout, shop, um, for you know. Bikers for guys that ride bikes in the heart of London, in central London. And also, if you want to meet cool, bikey people, mm-hmm. yeah. you go there a yeah. lot. Yeah. Charlie yeah. Borman hangs out there a lot. Well, he's actually one of the founding members yeah. and uh, and uh, um, um, he's part owner as well. So it's a good it's a good um, place to hang out. I've also kind of heard that if you write your number on the toilet wall, you know, now sometimes that's seen as a dodgy thing. Sometimes Charlie will you definitely call you if that happens. Sometimes you put your phone number on a toilet wall. It's a kind of, there's a sexual intonation or whatever. Ant did it and became a TV star. So, yeah, you know, that's all you're going to do. If, well, you, if you need to get into telly, go they, to the bike shed, write your number on the toilet wall, you'll get a call from You'll get Discovery a phone call from Discovery. Yeah. So so Discovery actually, um, they went in there, talked to Dutch, and they're like, oh, you're kind of the, you're the, the motorcycle man of England. You know, you're the hub of, of, of custom motorcycles in, in Britain now because they, ju- they just opened the, the bike shed. And, and they're like, you know, one can you do it? And he's like, well, I don't build motorcycles. So, um, but I, you know, I, I know a lot of builders. Um, so, but leave it with me. I'll, 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 I'll have a think. I've, I've got, you know, I've got a guy in mind, uh, and I'll see, see what the crack is. And, uh, literally I got an email that night from Dutch and, and it said the email had no, no title. It was just from Dutch. And it just said, um, the email said, um, look out for a phone call from, uh, this woman from Discovery Channel, and said nothing more. I'm like, so I send him one back. I'm like, what's what's that all about? And the second email, the reply from that was, fame and fortune, buddy, fame and fortune. And that was nothing. And then I emailed him back, and he didn't answer any more emails. I'm like, what's going on? I tried to phone him, wouldn't answer my phone calls. He, I think he purposely blanked me for about two weeks just to kind of make me go, what? What the hell was that all about? And then literally, I just thought, okay, well, whatever. You know, I just kind of carried on. I was building a bike for a Russian guy um, in in Marbella at the time um, at my house because I'd left my motorcycle. I had a big custom shop, and me and my business partner kind of um, didn't agree on a lot of things, so I decided to go my own way and and leave him to it. Um, And so I was working from home um, in my own shop, and, uh, and... and so then the phone rings, and it's um, it's one of the researchers from the production company from Discovery Channel, and like, he's like, "Hey, do you want to do a TV show?" And I'm like, "Yeah, why not?" Okay, I got to say, right, just just jumping in very quickly, that researcher, what a lazy so and so, right? <laughs> As a researcher, it is your job to get to know the subjects, to get inside them, to understand if they'd be good on camera, to get screen tests, to ask for content, to see how you feel, not to just phone them and say. Hi, we don't know you. Would you like to be on TV? Or, That's naughty to that researcher. However, they, they struck lucky. gold. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I was going to say, what if it was actually the most intelligent, clever, quick-witted researcher in the world? They they clocked within seconds of that initial hello when you answered the phone. 
Yeah, well, I did, it, he, it, did, he did actually ask me, he's like, do you want to do a TV show? And do you mind, you know, jumping on a Skype call so oh, we cool, can oh, cool, see cool, cool. you? So it wasn't just suddenly, So it wasn't just like, right. hey, you want to do a TV show? Yeah, uh, fly over here next oh, week. We're going to start filming. <laughs> you I know feel, what I mean? I feel like we've made it sound a little bit too simple. No, no. I, yeah, I did. Uh, I did. And, and It's like saying to Amy, so Amy, how do you become an amazing photographer? Well, just point just and shoot. Buy a camera. Buy a camera. Well, I bought a camera and then suddenly Goodwood wanted me to be there. And, you know, they hadn't seen it in my work or anything. You know, it's because there is actually a lot of skill and craft that goes into all of these things. That's the point I'm trying to make. Mm. Uh, John, what's your opinion on electric scooters? Uh, do you know what? I quite like them. I like electric, the electrification of motorbikes in general, I think is a really good thing. But little electric scooters, I noticed, I can't think now off the top of my head what the brand is, but there's but a brand. Not, hold on, but Go let on. me stop you there for a second. We're talking about scooters. We're not talking about those, you know, those like lime things. You go to LA and you see no, them no, no, just no, no, broken those, in piles yeah. in the corner of the street. No, yeah, I know what you mean. Those like little zero, zero, I don't know what zero do the brilliant. Uh, they look like they're more of a motorcycle. They look yeah. fantastic. I'm desperate to have a go on a zero. Actually, hello zero PR. <laughs> um, the no, there's another. There's a, I think they're called. Is it Loco? I might have got the mm. name completely wrong, but it's a. They make these fantastic little designed for city centres. Do about fifty miles range to a charge, which is huge. You know what more would you need if you're just scooting around in town? Yeah. And they make these brilliant scooters. And I think that that is going to be the future. So I like in answer, a very long answer to your question, Andy. I think they're great. Thanks, John. I'd just like to address the listener again at the moment. Hi, guys. Um, I really would love you to to get Ant to chase you. Like if you if you ever met Ant, do you want me to chase them now on an electric scooter? Is that what you're getting at? If you're a friend of his on any level, you know you want to, you want to be in on this. I'll buy you the whiskey to give to him. All right. And if you've never met Ant before. If you meet him, he might make you a TV star. So I thoroughly recommend you leave a review that does involve saying, I'd like to be chased by Ant. Should do- we make this part of a TV show? <laughs> should, this should, could be the start of a should, brilliant should, TV yeah. show. I'll pitch this to Discovery tomorrow. Chased by Ant. <laughs> we call it Chased for Whiskey. Mm. It's, no, it's literally the Whiskey Chaser. Yeah, chaser. Whiskey He's the Whiskey Chaser. chaser. Yeah. We've come up wow. with something. <laughs> there it is. You get the old, uh, well, we, we know who, the lady that you mentioned. You get her on the phone. You say, hello. Yeah. Idea for you, the whiskey chaser. I locate podcast listeners of the Driven Chat podcast. Yeah. who are automotive fans it's, it's anyway. It's very easy. And pop your phone on noisy just in case it starts ringing. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> and, well, uh, it's, it's currently vibrating in my pocket. There you right go. Now. This is it. Yeah. It's happening. I'd love this to happen. I think that would be the whiskey chaser. The whiskey chaser. Glorious. Whether that happens or not, I'm stealing that title and I'm going to do something else with it. It's a nice yeah. Instagram <laughs> handle. I bet that's taken, isn't it? On Instagram. That would be cool. I don't it's know. Be. Someone, someone will take it by the end of this. Amy, yes. you know those um, crazy flying droney things that take people that they've been testing in Dubai, like miniature helicopters that are like wait, all helicopters. We're talking about helicopters. Sort like sort of <laughs> it's like a helicopter that someone flies in remote control. They yeah, were going like, to yeah, make them the, 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 the like kind of flying taxis. They're going to make them the flying yeah. taxis. Mm-hmm. You know. And they're, but they're unmanned, aren't they? I don't know if they're unmanned or not, but that is one of the things that is being done in research at the minute, the idea about um, flying cars. The problem that we're going to have with them is that there are not going to be enough pilots that would be able to be qualified enough to be able to get them into the, into the air and, and going around because people don't get trust automotive, um, you know, cars driving on the road, and they're definitely gonna tr- not going to trust uh, automated yeah. Yeah. What, flying what, things. What kind of signal do you need to put on? Like, Do you have four different signals? you got up and down, left and right? In a in a in a kind of plane, I I guess Frank Stevenson would be your man to ask because he's currently designing those at the moment, isn't he? He left McLaren to go and do that. 
this yeah, flying I, I, car thing. Frank's a very yeah. interesting guy. Actually. He's a very. You, you know, should probably get him on the pod, shouldn't you? You definitely should. Interesting, yeah. interesting. I met Frank about four years ago, and I had no idea who he was. And I'm like, I was at the NEC. We were doing this Discovery Live stage thing, yeah. and uh, Mike Brewer was there, and Ant Anstead. They were announcing that it was this first season of. Of doing, I was uh, there with you, yeah, because yeah, Frank did a Q and A. Because he, he did, a, yeah, exactly. He was in their things. episodes. So yeah, they they yeah, did yeah. a little, little teaser of one of their episodes, or yeah. actually, no, they. I think they showed us an episode, didn't they? A yeah, bunch they of did. us, they did. and um, and then Frank was there, and I'm like, I recognize this guy. Like, I I just recognize it. I have no idea who he is, and I didn't know that he was the guy that designed all these amazing cars. The 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 mini, the the um the. Uh, the Fiat 500, yep. the X5, the 430, yep. uh, or no, the 360, the, the McLaren P1. Whoa, 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 the, we're forgetting the most crucial, um, the Escort Cosworth the, the Whale Tail. Yeah, well, well, his claim to fame, to. His oh, claim to fame was the, the Escort, the Cosi yeah. Escort with the, the, the third wing and the spoiler. Mm. Um, but I, had, I, but I, I, knew, I knew this guy from somewhere. I'm like, yeah. where do I know this guy? So I walked up to him. I come down off stage and walk up. I'm like, and and they and they're saying you know he's from you know um, he's, he's Spanish and I walk up and I'm like, oye tío, te conozco, and and he just looks at me he's like here's like this Andalusian accent he just turns around and then we start talking in Spanish right and um, and then I'm like who the hell are you and he's like ah oh, yeah, do you know so and so I'm like oh, oh my god he's from Malaga so he oh, like oh, yeah. my friends in Marbella are his old friends because like, some of my friends grew up in Marbella. They're English, but they grew up in Marbella. And um, and he's like, he's a bit older than me. Um, you know, I'm... Well, I mean, he's 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 probably a bit younger than you, actually. I'd assume. Well, he's, he's, he's what, 60s? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, a bit yeah. younger than you. Well, okay. I was, I was trying to pretend I was a bit younger than Andy. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, so he's he's like really good mates. And I'm like, now... He's like, do you remember this and this and that? Yeah, I was... And now I'm like... Ah, okay. And it's funny because we've never actually met, That's probably, but we've like been that. in the same parties or same events and hanging out life. with the same, and we have the yeah. same friends, the same, maybe we've dated the same girl, who knows? <laughs> um, but like, we have, uh, it was like, ah, oh, no. We had, the, we spent this night drinking whiskey together in this hotel after the NEC, just coming up with all these old stories. And I was like, oh, man. So, Amy, you know the, the whole flying thing that we yep. were talking about, right? The automated one, mm -hmm. okay. There is an automated one, isn't there? Yes. And I think I think like but one of the crown princes has been up in it. You yes. know, it was like a publicity stunt in 2018 or something like that. But we haven't seen much of them recently. We haven't seen much of anything in 2020. <laughs> yeah. but, you know. Would you go in one? Yes, absolutely. Fully automated. Currently. Fully automated. Uh, automated. Yes. I right think now, would. before mm. that, before they've all done scary things what if I, what if I was the one controlling it from the ground <laughs> if maybe I had a death wish yes but if I, I hadn't had any kind of like my life a little bit so I might pass <laughs> on that I mean it'd be exhilarating of course but um, I, I totally totally trust you of course but you know I don't trust the machines now um, of course of course yes but uh, no I think it would be interesting a thrill um, I don't know how uh, much would survive the first few flights necessarily um, I'm going to bring a... You've said something quite interesting there. I don't trust the machine. Yeah. Well, so what is, is the, the general consensus and opinion on automation in the world of cars, just cars, right. before we get too excited with At the moment, flying things? I've got a lovely Volvo that I'm driving around and it's got this this like lane assist 
thing yeah. going still on. got the XC90. Still, you know, thank you, COVID, for this. That's I've managed to now bag it for over a month instead of just a week. I have a love-hate relationship with this lane assist. Because right. it'll blow your tires out in a corner all day long. <laughs> like it did to my rental car two weeks ago. Oh, no. Did you... I was mid-corner, and I was like, you have to have your hand kind yeah. of on the wheel. You yeah. So you're mid-corner, you're like still in the corner. You're like, okay, but the car's doing it. And the car just goes, nah, yeah. and just stops turning the corner and sent me straight into a curb. <gasps> so you crashed the car. Uh, no, no, I just jumped the curb and oh. smoked, in the, smoked <laughs> the tire a little bit. Oh, no. Um, but, the, I mean, this is the thing. Sometimes it's like, uh, you'll be on, uh, so I did many, many miles up and down to Glasgow for the for a shoot. And um, yeah, it's kind of like there. And then when you think to yourself, oh, there's like a car might pull up in front of you, like way, way down, down the lane. And then suddenly, suddenly the car does brake. And you're like, oh, that's, that's the adaptive cruise. Oh, the yes, adaptive. Yeah. I didn't a, have the yeah. adaptive braking. Oh, I had, had that and the, the lane assist as well. And sometimes like it panic, it panics a little bit too much. And then I think the guy behind me must think I've had a few to drink or something because it, mm. it looks like I can't drive. And I'm like, no, that's not me. It's the car. Um, so I do love it because it means that I can like not switch off, but it, it does take an element of you don't have to worry as much about you know constantly keeping in the middle of your lane. You kind of you can feel it does it for you. Like it's so. But I think I'm going more along the angle of you sit in your car, mm-hmm. you tell it where you want to go, and you don't touch a thing. I'm, I would love it. Me too. Okay. I had this conversation the other day. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love cars, but I love, love driving, I love driving, mm-hmm. but I love driving a proper car. Yeah. If I'm driving roads. a piece of junk, yeah. and it, I'm just an, or a rental car, if I'm in my Kia Sportage, you know what I mean. Not the key is a junk. Not the key is a junk, but you know what I mean. I'm not like I'd never go out and buy a Sportage, but um, you know if I'm if I'm just like going from A to B, like I've got a three hour commute to work yep. to the set, and that is great but if i could sit there and get up to date with my emails and do my things and you know have a whiskey and you know what i mean do my own thing and not have to worry about driving then that would be great i could just get where or have a sleep okay i have have a question do you think the rise of autonomous vehicles mean there will be a less of a desire for road trips or more of a desire for road trips and adventure I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Uh, I'm going to say more because I think the majority of people that are going to be using and utilizing automotive, um, autonomous cars and journeys are going to be doing so in and around town, shorter journeys, getting to and from work, doing the, the, mm. the school runs, that sort of stuff. You're not going to be using autonomy to go and do the North Coast 500 because you want to drive those roads. Exactly. And therefore those roads are probably not going to have as many autonomous cars on them. I think there may still be trucks and things. Yeah. 
But I think I think what will happen in this, I think we're entering a really fascinating transformation time where automation is going to become a thing before we know it. Very much, it's going to a bit like electric cars. For a long time, it seemed like a distant idea, and then suddenly every other household has got a yeah. Tesla. It's like, oh gosh, it's happening now. Electric cars are here. I think automate automation is going to do very much the same thing. But if anything, I truly believe that what we'll see more of is real, as you put it, real cars with real drivers that want to go on road trips. That will become more of an apparent thing because driving as a a recreational pleasure activity will always exist. Whether your car runs on hydrogen, petrol, diesel, or electricity, it will always be something that people want to do. Cars um, might become more of a a, a a a kind of thing that a motorcycle is. Yes, right now, a, motor, right, yeah. a, mo- a motorcycle is not a necessity. Correct. Right? Well, it is to a few to some people. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe more scooters and motorcycles. But you know, a, a motorcycle is one of those things where you you have your you know if you have your car. And then you want something a bit fun, or you want something for the weekends, or it's a toy. It's it? a toy. Yeah, yeah, driving you know, will become a passion activity. Well, you know, yeah. it, it, will, it will all of a sudden it will turn. You know, ho- hopefully, mm. hopefully it'll go that way. Well, you have your nice car, you have your motorcycle in your drive or in your, your, in your garage, car. and you have your automated car or or whatever service they you know Summoning. Google or whoever whatever service it is. You just ring them on your app, and they take you from where to where, or whatever it is. I don't know. And but but that part of it, the the boring driving was done automatically. Yeah. And you can focus on your life because we're all getting busier and busier as a, as you know, as a species. Well, um, and do you know what I I have to say on the automated thing on the, I reckon, this pandemic, has probably, changed the yeah changed the thinking around automation hmm. because you know as things stand we've seen this from trains and buses etc cetera, etc. Cetera. There's a lot of people out there that are now apprehensive about public transport. Mm, that's true. And its use. Well, and if people could go, do you know what? I can actually get this app which will drive my car for me on that boring daily commute that I do all the time, but I'm in the safety of my bubble. I'm yeah. not catching any colds in my own space. Yeah, yes. I think that might be really appealing. Well, m- like the the I don't know the exact numbers, but the when when the whole COVID thing and after the first lockdown, um, the increase of people going out and getting their CBT and learning how to ride motorcycles increased like by like 75% or something oh, really? ridiculous. Wow. Um, like Mutt motorcycles. Do you, you know Mutt? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they yeah, they make these really cool the, 125s. Yeah, cool. We're going to get you on one of those. Yes, you'd right. like a man. Um, we'll, 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 we'll segue this <laughs> conversation like into getting him on a motorcycle <laughs> yep, very shortly. It. It's going to happen. Um, and, uh, but Mutt Motorcycles, they make these really cool 125s. I built one for my daughter on, on Goblin Works. Yeah, in and, one and that was really cool. If right? you built me one like that, then I'm yeah. Um, but they come like that. Other than, All I did with that was make an exhaust pipe, and I got my buddy D-Face to make an amazing paint job on it. Other than that... It was the paint, that, was the paint job I loved, though. Well, yeah, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, you, the, the paint job almost ruined that bike because my daughter's scared to touch the bike because she's like, what if someone saw the TV show and then figured out how much goo, how much D-Face's artwork is worth then finds out that that bike is painted by him and then they come yeah. and steal my motorcycle. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, oh, so, so, so what are we going to do? Another so yeah, so that tank and all the artwork is going to go on her wall until Wait, she's yeah. a bit older. Nice. And then she's going to get like just the standard bike, standard paint See, work. that's really what I'm after. Yeah. A tank with some artwork. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you just want a D-Face yeah. custom art paint yeah. work. But, um, but anyways, but, the, um, but Mutt, um, one of the Mutt dealers, right? Um, just after COVID, in one single day, sold something like seventy-five 
motorcycle, 125 wow. in one day. Yeah, and they, I mean, they were saying like push bikes were sold out within two. Oh, weeks that's right. Yeah, yeah. I tr- I wanted to buy a, a push bike at the beginning of lockdown, and it just not for love nor money. Couldn't find any of my size in the in the UK at all. Everything had gone. It's something I, I was. Um, watching a video on and the idea that after World War Two, the way that people thought, because we, they, humanity was put under such stress and, stress and pressure and they had to think differently about the way that they lived and, you know, how we how we worked, how we, you know, how families, relationships. This is almost our generation's, not World War Two. that sounds horrible, but the way that we have to all uh, collectively work against this common difficulty well, mm. yeah I suppose, yeah and yeah. and trying to think about the way as you've said Andy that our lives are now suddenly very very different mm. and the way that we work is very different to the way that we communicate and um, we travel and exercise everything and so that will now kick start all of these offshoots of incredible new ventures ideas products and it's can always be quite exciting to think okay I wonder what this is going to produce the good things that this will produce in the future and I think something to do with autonomous vehicles, motorcycles, whatever, will be, um, yeah, interesting to see what's going to come up see, in the next five, ten years. autonomous motorcycle now. I, was, I see, said that, that, and then I was like, that won't be a thing. I'm like, <laughs> you're, so, so you're like, you're out in the elements. Well, you know, I've <laughs> yeah, got so a three-hour yeah. commute. But you know, I'm just going to sit on the back of something <laughs> and just get have... pelted by the rain in England <laughs> for the next really three hours. <laughs> you know, trying to have my coffee and read the paper is not really working out for me. Should have splurged for the car. <laughs> Should have just done that. <laughs> you do have motorcycle is possibly the worst idea. The most scary thing in the world. Idea. Please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. We're going really quick now. We're a bit close to that truck. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, some people may want that thrill. Well, maybe. Well, they can always, you know, you know, on come on the back of, of my, could, my bike get, if they, they want. Just get chased by ant. Yeah. Yeah. Track, track, yeah. Are there are there now motorcycles that are being built that you can't fall like tip them? Honda, they, they are working Honda on them. Made yeah. one that's freestanding. Yeah. It's got a gyro, I, I, the similar technology to a Segway. Yeah. Is that just when you're at standstill or when you're riding? I think it's just when it's at a standstill. I think that the idea being that it's for. Uh, for storage in very tight spaces, it will wheel itself in and out of this gap huh. that you wouldn't be able to, like a cupboard, basically. It just wheels itself into the On cupboard. its own? On its own, yeah. Autonomous bike? Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> see, see, that idea was actually stolen from me and a, and a good friend of mine, Is John right? Collins. So so we had a drunken John conversation. Collins. John Collins. Oh. John Collins. <laughs> Disappointment. He's the cousin of no, Tom let's Collins. Cha- let's change the story to make it Joan. <laughs> <laughs> now Joan I'm in. Collins. I'm all in. Because you and Joan are very similar <laughs> in age. Yeah, so we, are, we are. We are. We are. Me and Joan, we did go you way date back. Her for a while? Well, you know, rumor <laughs> had it. I'm not, I, I don't kiss and tell again. <laughs> you stepped out with her father. <laughs> well, you know, um, but but John's an electrical and, an, and, a, and a mechanical engineer. I used to build ships before I built motorcycles. I used to build ships. I used to yeah. custom build ships, and um, and John, me and him, he loves motorcycles. And and we were talking about this one night, and he's like, "We need to make a motorcycle that when you pull up to the stoplight, you don't have to put your feet down. That the bike just." You can mm. pull in the clutch. You can slow down and then pull in the clutch, and the bike will stay stood up, right? But not without without training wheels or anything like that. And he's like, "Do you remember remember those those motorcycles you had when you were a kid? And you'd wind the wheel and you'd spin it, and you yes. and then you'd let it go, and it'd like. But if you didn't let it go and you held it in your hand, it'd be like, woo, and it's got yeah, this yeah. kind of centrifugal force that kind of held it up, yeah. right? Gyroscopic. So if you so if you did, you know, had some kind of like, so you had the like a bearing in the in the wheel 
So uh, like a wheel within a wheel. Yeah. So you're going along and you've got this heavy kind of bearing in your wheel. Mm-hmm. We were thinking this back when I only used to build custom Harleys and big heavy cruisers. I was about so, to say, this yeah, all yeah. sounds this, very heavy. Yeah, <laughs> you, you wouldn't want your, you know, your Panigale Superleggera on the same program. It'd kind of be a bit kind of pointless. But like, but we were thinking of, come, you know, we, we d- designed this in the pub, obviously. Um, and, uh, and it was definitely going to work. And so you'd pull up to the stoplight and you'd have like this inner inner wheel inside your wheel that had a bit of weight to it yeah and so when you pulled up to the stoplight you kind of that that wheel clutched itself out from the other the outer wheel Mm -hmm. with the tire on it that connected to the surface but those would keep going like and and create the gyroscopic force to keep you upright so you could just be sitting there like this, with your feet on the pegs, hands on the handlebars, That's people be like looking at you. Your bike still stood up, like it's going, like it's still moving, right? Because the wheels are still moving. Right? There's, there's at least six mechanical engineers whose brains have just caught fire. Yeah, trying to work yeah. out how this might work. <laughs> and if you'd like Ant to chase you, then <laughs> hashtag whiskey chaser. <laughs> the whiskey chaser. I don't. I want to keep going on. I'd love some people to want Ant to chase them. I think yeah. it would be so wonderful. I'd love just. I just love the interaction with the listener. That would be so good. I have so much time on my hands these days. As exactly, well. man. You know, between you, filming TV shows and yeah, and chasing, you know, building motorcycles and. And and chasing people. But you do it for the point of view, though, wouldn't you? I definitely do it for the... You know, it's all about the Instagram. You know, follow me on Instagram. I just need more followers. (laughs) That's that's great. My whole life is all about followers. Now, there is is a little thing that I need to to kind of make as an announcement at this stage. Uh So, dear listener, um, this is John Marco and myself's second slash third attempt at recording a podcast with Ant that we can go to air. So far, 40 minutes in, I think we're okay. I think we're okay so Good far, John. So we're, we're safe. However, on our last visit, we were with Ant in his hotel. And I remember commenting that the roads around here were a bit frightening, a bit, a bit dodgy. Yes. And not great condition. No. And, and I remember John Markar commenting, yeah, yeah, the Surrey potholes, they're rubbish. Yes. John, what happened uh, when you, because I drove left, John drove right. Yeah. John, what happened when you drove right after we last recorded with Ant? I got approximately three minutes into my commute home. Now, let's just to point out to dear listener that there's quite, I live quite a long way away from here. We are in the depths of Surrey, uh, although I grew up down the road from here. I live in the West Midlands, so it's a fair old trip trek to get back home. Uh, yeah, I was three minutes into my journey, hit the most dramatic pothole I've ever hit in my life. And I'm usually quite, you, you do the typical thing, you try and spot a pothole before you hit it. Mm. Didn't see it. Uh, yeah, I blew a tyre at about 11.45 at night. and uh, You should have called me. I had no for idea. For what? <laughs> <laughs> the, Would have came and helped you change the tire. There's no tire because I drive a BMW from an era that doesn't believe in spare wheels or tires. Uh, anymore, you so get the, the, the bag say of that gas yeah. from John was not particularly grateful there. Yeah. <laughs> for what? That uh, was his I, first I must have hit that pothole a week before that and ripped the really? tire off my Sportage. Yeah, the I, offer of help from Ant was immediate. No, the, 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 the instant my, reaction from John. <laughs> for what? <laughs> I think John. Let's give John a bit of leeway. I think he's a little, still a little bit hurt I am. by this. I yeah, and we I, I hit a pothole on the way <laughs> here. Did, did you like not it, have run flats on your BMW? Don't BMW no, always no, have run, run flats. I hate run did flats. You, they're you, all, they're but they're pointless again. They're, they're pointless. They're completely pointless because yeah. all it does is it gets you another mile down the road without destroying your alloy. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah I hit one of these potholes. You were uh, so, you were so smug earlier that Waze over Google Maps actually pointed out potholes. Did yes, it if, not? You, if, it's, if it's been yeah. reported. <laughs> yes. Yeah, if you report it. Yeah, yeah. But you have to. Someone has to report. Did you report that? That pothole. I, I, I do actually. I do. 
I do because because when I ride motorcycles, if if you're cooking around a corner, mm-hmm. you know, and and you're like doing the speed limit, but you know, as fast as the speed limit allow you go around this corner, of course, um, <laughs> and and you see on your ways. Uh, a pothole, you slow right down and think. Or roadkill. You know, that's the other one. Or roadkill. Road roadkill. Road well, that's on yeah. ways. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Everything you can everything, everything. You can just root. Very good at And what's funny was, I always thought, I'm like, how does this know where the pothole is? Yeah. Right? Because you've got your screen up in your car, right? And you know the big orange button. Like by the time I didn't, you've gone through, all yeah. The by the time things, you've yeah. already gone past this massive accident or whatever, or a police camera or whatever, I'm thinking you've hit that button, like because it's going to take a while before that. But no, it's if you hit clever. the button instantly when you see it, you don't. It just logs it then. That's right. And, and then also, whatever you have, like whatever time to report. Two or three other people to also report it, and then it yeah. owns it into the right spot. So because I thought, time. okay, well I'll hit the button now, but then by the time I, t- you know. <laughs> pull into a services and type it in whatever it was or or hit 15 other buttons it's going to be five miles behind me and no one's going to know where it was but it's actually when you touch the button so it's very good it's quite cool we're not endorsed by ways in any way shape or form but it is a fantastic app (laughs) i'm gonna recommend it it give it a try Uh, although i do have my complaints because it it does (laughs) suck a little bit because when when it does tell you like where google maps it'll tell you when you're coming to an exit, it'll light up a different lane and it'll tell you to get off this exit. Uh-huh. Where Waze sometimes is like, oh, uh, you know, it, you're get, you're supposed to get off an exit, but it's just telling you in like, you know, a mile to get off the exit. But you're already on the on the on ramp yeah. or the off ramp is like half a mile long. It's best if you roughly know where you're going. Already. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we have reached that moment in the podcast where. It's time to go deep with Amy Shaw Photography. Oh, Amy, you yes. alluded to, prior to us um, beginning this podcast recording, yes. you alluded to the fact that you wanted to go deep with mm-hmm. Anne Partridge. Yes, and this I is your did. opportunity. So uh, This is I'm, worrying I'm to a lot of people right now listening. Okay, then. Well, I mean, they if they know as, me. As worried as they if, the, if they know me. So Amy and, Amy and Anne are sitting next to each other. And, uh, socially distanced. Social distance, socially yeah. distanced. Oh, you know, there's there's a lot of space between them. This is a huge couch. <laughs> it's a really it's big a, sofa. It's a, it's a big, well, we're, you know, we're staying in your 10 grand a month pad, man. I mean, you know, you'd expect a big sofa. <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, it's time to go deep with Amy Shaw. Amy, you, you take over. It's up to you. Okay, then. Well, motorcycle riding, as both you and I know, is a very sociable thing. Yes. And I was talking to you earlier, just as we're having our pizza, and I was saying, you know, what is something that gives you the most joy? And you were saying, riding around with my friends, and this has been a year where you've been struggling to do that a little bit. Mm. What have you been doing to keep up your joy when um, you're not able to ride around? Well, outside of work, because, you know, I'm, I'm lucky, I'm, I'm very lucky to be, um, you know, we're, we're filming through the whole second lockdown mm-hmm. and we were in kind of, <clears throat> we were planning things through um, the, the last lockdown. It's been, so through the whole COVID thing, we've kind of been, I've kind of been working. Mm-hmm. So I haven't um, had too much time by myself. The first lockdown I was by myself and it was kind of isolated with my family, which was good because I was with family mm-hmm. because my, 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 like I said to you, I, I really, I'm a guy that, you know, I, I, I don't mind my own company, but I prefer to be sat around like now with three or four friends and, and hanging out, talking, whatever. And and that's where I, I love to be. I love to be surrounded by people. People are my energy. I take energy from from having, you know, cool, fun people around me. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I haven't done many 
road trip, the Malley Mile, mm-hmm. uh, where we were last hanging That's out. Where um, we were last hanging um, out. That really kind of, I was, I was kind of getting to my 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 serotonin levels were dropping to an all time low because I hadn't done a road trip or gone on traveling or been on a proper motorcycle ride with friends, and I've and, and the Malley Mile was like the event that saved the summer because it's the only event of the summer. It's probably and one of the few places we got to see actually all of our biking friends. Exactly. And, and yeah. you know, it was a, it was a race. So it was, a, it was, a, it wasn't a, a, you know, a festival or anything. So it's allowed. And, um, and we socially distanced. It was, it was a good, yeah. um, safe event. And we, and they pulled it off. Johnny and Robert are awesome people in the Mali Mile. If you, any listeners out there, if you ride a motorcycle, you just want to watch crazy people ride motorcycles inappropriately race each other in a field um go to the Malley mile um but but that kind of that that kind of saved my levels because i got to see my friends and got to race against my friends and got to get extremely inebriated with my friends um <laughs> i remember so present, present company <laughs> so you might still be drunk from it. It, it, well it was it was the first time so i i, I went there and and like well uh, you, I don't know. Do you guys, you know what a cam, you know what a camel pack is. You ride, yeah, of course, you yeah. ride motorcycles, <laughs> right? I don't know if you know what a camel pack is. No. A camel pack is a backpack that's essentially a bladder, which you put oh, yeah, liquids okay, in. Right. Yeah, if just, you're going yeah, more, uh, sure yeah, mountain biking or this from my hiking or yeah, my you know, all, all of your, you know, yeah, exactly. All mountain climbing and all that. Yeah, all of my all my extreme sports. Extreme sports. That's a laughing. I've injured myself a lot doing this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I decided to take filled it with booze. So uh, oh, so I put cool. a liter of uh, Jack Daniels in a camel pack and thought because I was I was I'm the, I'm one of the commentators so yeah. so we have there's three there's three of us commentators <laughs> for the races and we commentate the races with the Channel Nine commentary crew and um, and so you know a lot of a lot of the the people at the race at the event they bring us a drink and they'll give us a drink but sometimes you'll be like an hour and you can't leave the booth because you're you're commentating the races and and you need a drink you're really parched and and so i was like you know what so i went i'm like okay i'm gonna make the jaunt i'm gonna make the jaunt over to the van and go make myself a drink so i run over to my van and i saw my all my motocross gear because i was racing the next day so i thought okay well i'll get my new camel pack and i'll I've got a bottle of whiskey. I've got some ginger ale, some ice. I'll just make a big drink. So I put a <laughs> liter of whiskey in a camel pack, a bunch of ice, and a bit of ginger ale. Festival advice, not festival advice. Not, you get race from, advice from Ant Partridge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. So so then I proceeded to um, to drink an entire camel pack full of whiskey over the course of a day. Yeah, and then what, and what was funny is that you kept going back to the van to top up. And those di- those those times that you disappeared, we sometimes went up to like two hours before you reappeared again. And we'd be like, where, where, where is Ant? Where should, we, should we go and check up on him? I think you fell asleep and then woke up and then can't... No, it's, it's actually, it takes me a long time to get anywhere. If you, if you, if, if you speak... Is anyone being chased by you, you're fine. I, I, I like to have conversations and I, I don't, you know, I... I I'm the worst person to ever. If 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 I go anywhere with you, if you take me to a social event, I'm the worst. Like Helen hates going anywhere with me because if we go to like if I go to the Mallet Mile with Helen, I'm like I'll go to the bar and get the drinks. So I'll go literally. She's like I'll see you tomorrow. Exactly <laughs> because like I'll I'll st- someone will be like, hey hey and if it's you know whether it's a friend or you know a fellow racer or a fan of the show or some somebody that wants to talk about a bike I build or something I I have I don't like just saying hi whatever and just leaving people I, I end up. And especially if I've had a few whiskeys, I'll end up moving in with them. Yeah, exactly. And so it always takes me two hours to get a drink. Well, 
I mean, that's no real surprise. And <laughs> you've you've just been deep with Amy Shaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're coming to the end of the podcast. I thought I'd try something new today, um, which is that I want to switch this around just for a little bit. Okay. And and I am going to give you the opportunity to ask either John or Amy one question and one question only. Uh, firstly, who would you like to choose to be your question answerer? I would oh, I suggest to choose. I thought I was going to ask them both a question. Amy can ask us both a question if you want. Yep. Well, could yeah, it be the same yeah, question? 100%. Fine. I'm ready. Tuck it. Over to you, Monfrey. <laughs> okay. I'm going to swap this around because um, I know you, you. I know John. You ride motorcycles. I do. You've had quite a few Ducatis. Uh, I have. You have. Um, uh, but you're predominantly a car guy. That is correct. Yeah. I feel like I'm playing that game where you can't say yes or no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and Amy, uh, uh, you're you're you, you know you you have a love of cars, but I think in your heart you're you're a bike gal. You know what? I love my classic cars, but since riding motorcycles, it has been an absolute joy. The best thing I've done as a grown-up. So yeah. So so I'm, I'll 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 flip the question. So <laughs> if if money were no object, and it doesn't have to be a manufacturer, it could be a, a custom build, or it could be a manufacturer. What would be John? Mm-hmm. What motorcycle would you want right now? One motorcycle. One motorcycle. Uh, mine, I think it's going to be quite easy, and it's, it's relevant to the time of year. I have got such a hankering at the moment for the new... It is, again, it's a Ducati, but it's the new Multistrada. They've, they've done One a of v my favourite bikes on the planet. V4. There's a I V4 know. Multistrada now, and they do the Enduro version, which I has know. got the... The aluminium panniers. It's got a crash cage around it. You can you can simply drop it off a mountain and it will just bounce and you start it up again. They, they look so good. And every single person that I speak to that rides them, they're like, I, I kind of don't need to do this whole superbike thing anymore because this thing just does that it is all. a superbike. Yeah, but it, you can yeah. take you can take a Multistrada to a track day. Yes. and smoke ninety yes. percent of the people on the track. Yes, you can take it off-roading you can take it you can race up pike's peak a friend of mine he rode a multistrada when they first kind of came out he rode a pike's peak multistrada from la to pike's peak wow had olin's sort sort the suspension out put some slicks they put some slicks on it (laughs) and then he won pike's peak on that same bike he just rode incredible daily ride um that is right now uh, as a manufacturer that's the bike i want yeah same my hat, hats off to you and Amy <laughs> um, being what I will call uh, a bike gal yeah. uh, car give me give me what car would you take right now uh, and, and again it could be a custom car you know like could be you know like could be uh, a singer or it could be uh, uh, you know one of uh, who makes custom cars um, like David Brown Mini or something like that Uncle Magnus Rod, em- Rod Emery Magnus <laughs> doesn't sell cars though nobody will no, yeah, you have to really hammer on him to get him to sell the car. Yeah, maybe one of those, one of his. One oh, of Ma- yeah, one oh, of Magnus's. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm more of a, more of a classic. Well, what uh, about Rod Emery? He does a nice Porsche. Yes, yeah, but I don't know. I think I'm Porsches, also not sure you're a Porsche. Girl. I'm not a Porsche girl. I mean, at yeah. one point, I'd love to love to be for a short for a short stint of time. I think, and but until then, no. Something probably like. I mean, I've talked about this in the in the past in the pod, but like a Volvo P eighteen hundred, I think yeah. is such a Lovely. wicked car. So that's the thing I'm kind of going. It was an XJS Jag until recently when I raced one. Now I've kind of got it out of my system. Do you follow um, Tom 
Tom and Dale from McGuire's? No, should I? You definitely should. So every year, do you know? Do you know? Do you guys yeah, not? They, they're regulars you know at Caffeine and Machine. Oh nice yeah, guys. and so so every year they do a build off, right? Tom okay. versus Dale, and they film it and they make like a YouTube series out of it, and they build really cool cars. And right now, Dale is building. Uh, he's got an S type, mm-hmm. supercharged S type. He's turned into a full blown. Hellion race car. I mean, it's got it's it's got a full roll cage. It's had the engine redone. Um, it's been all stripped out. It's had the arches flared out, but like very subtly, it's it's lowered. It's on magnesium race wheels. And then Tommy's building an, uh, um, a oh, Volvo. Seriously, I mean, and they're awesome. They are beautiful. But every year they do a really oh, cool custom car. Like we should get them on the pod, John. Yes, you definitely it. need to get those boys on the yeah, pod. And they are the UK distributors of Maguire's. Um, they they sponsor us kindly enough. Um, all my motorcycle and car cleaning products come from those boys. They've got some oh. brilliant cars. They've got that lovely old Crown Vic. Oh yeah, they they, 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 they did. We did an episode of Goblin Works, and he came down. Dale came down to help us polish. Uh, one of a, a car we do, weren't going to paint. We were just bringing the back, the paint back. Yeah. So Dale came down and kind of showed us the ropes on how to actually key a car back and and nice. and, and and polish it and bring the paint back. And he brought the Crown Vic, the police car. Yeah. And when he was leaving, we're like, "Come on, light him up." So he just kind of, he literally just smoked the tires and left a 200 meter black patch of rubber out from our, <laughs> our, our set, from our workshop all the way down the street. Yeah, we need to get them on the pod. Well, yeah, I really love we'll to say they're, they're, And they're, they're really cool guys. Do you know what their Instagram is? I'm just trying um, to find it. Uh, It'd just be Maguire's UK, I think. No, well, Maguire's UK, but then you've got um, Dale Maguire's and Tommy Teapot, I think. There you go. I oh. definitely would love to get them on the pod. Yes, they, they sound, sound amazing. Um, now, just before we go, Amy, can you please remind the dear listeners about rating and reviewing and what the challenge is for this week? <laughs> well, the <What's> challenge, <laughs> please, if you have enjoyed this podcast, which I hope you have, then do leave us a five-star review and a lovely comment about any one of us. And if you really, really loved it, then you can say, what was it? Hashtag... Hashtag um, whiskey chaser. Whiskey. Whiskey chaser. We, we need to, whiskey chasers. Got to be out already. It's already a hashtag for sure. Well, it's We're okay. gonna add something to it. I want to be chased it. by Ant. If isn't you it? want so to be Ant's chased, whiskey chaser. Yes, if you Ant's want to be whiskey chased chaser. by Ant, yeah. then leave us a comment just saying, "Really enjoyed the pod. Please, Ant whiskey chaser, chase me." <laughs> Ant's, Ant's whiskey chaser would do, wouldn't it, John? Hashtag Ant's whiskey I like chaser. It. Or if that doesn't work, Ant gone get me. Ain't just basically making <laughs> any gone, reference. Ain't gone get me. Or any reference. Gonna get me. I'm not going to get you, but maybe maybe I will get you. I've, no, it's too complicated. A nice <laughs> comment about the pod and any reference to Ant coming to chase you. And we will furnish you with a bottle of whiskey if you're the winner mm-hmm. of that yeah. draw before the end of Jan 2021. We will. we will choose at random. Let's hope we get more than 10 people. <laughs> we, will, we will provide you with a bottle of whiskey. We will set a date and a, a rough location spot and Ant will be on Chasing a mission you. to receive and listen if you do successfully get chased by Ant there will be a little goodie bag of Driven Chat goodies that he will present to you there it you won't go. just be that he licks your <laughs> cheek if he Chasing you for the greater good I, w- I won't just lick your forehead or your cheek and take your bottle of whiskey I will He will present you with some Driven Chat goodies That's it for today Thank Hold you on hold, hold on um, Wait a minute <laughs> Hold on I'm, g- I'm going to have to I'm going to have to stop you right there go, because go, go. Oh. All right. Because, um, Amy, John, we haven't, we haven't talked about what he's trying to avoid, <laughs> right? 
He's trying to avoid. Uh, I would be a bad ambassador yeah, for riding John. motorcycles. He looks exhausted. Bless him. John, no, 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 listen, he's I'm very comfortable. He's very comfortable. Amy's looking very comfortable in the corner of that couch. Because the only one that's not comfortable right now, and his face has gone a little bit red, is that man over there behind the My big expensive microphone. Great. Andy this is something J. that we're trying to talk you into, Mr. Andy J. And you seem so to you've had some of my friends on the podcast, and they've all done the same. And it's I, true, yeah, it's true. I so we know. need to get this man on a motorcycle, don't we? We that do. We do. We do. You've had so many offers now. Yeah. It's well, I haven't really had offers, to be honest. I mean, I mean it's, well, it's not Maria like anyone has said... Maria Costello said, come on, I'll exactly. teach you. Well, and then yeah, John and I have been like, come on, we'll teach you. And then yeah, but it's, it's not really... It's not like, hey, look, here's an empty car park. Okay, so this is... very slow, this really safe bike. And here's some leathers. And here's a I'm helmet, putting it down right now. This, 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 here's the gauntlet, right? I've got, some, I've got a brand new set of uh, leathers that you can wear. You'll look, at, you'll, you'll look a bit of a tit in them because you'll be <laughs> riding uh, either an electric scooter or something like a 125cc motorcycle. But we will fully kit you out and bubble wrap you like the princess you are, <laughs> right? So you can't fall off and scrape yourself. Um, but we, I, I will provide the motorcycle. Okay. I will provide the protective clothing. Yep. I will get Maria Costello. Okay. I'll call up Charlie Borman. Right. We'll get the lovely Amy and John and anybody else who we can get. Can I get a painted tank that I can keep afterwards? <laughs> I, will, I, will, I, will, I, will, I will I will. get Helen to paint a tank. Okay, I'm in. Yep, yeah. Done. All right. Yeah, sure. Okay, we'll do it. Imagine that yeah, for we'll a it. first ever motorcycle. Yeah, no, that, that sounds too good to and, be true. And, I actually and, love And that. I reckon we, we, we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get the boys down at Caffeine Machine because it's, it's close to my house, about 40 minutes from my house. All right. And we all love Caffeine Machine. It's kind of your home away from home. Exactly. So yeah. we can call that home base and we can... We can we can call everybody there as soon as this lockdown is done. Let's let's get Christmas out of the way. Yeah, early New Year because right. January sucks. Let's face it. Yes. Right? Yeah, right. No one wants to spend any money. Everyone's like, worn out from Christmas, and this year, who knows what's going to go on? So yeah. January is usually a pretty rubbish month. Yeah, you know, yeah. the after New Year's hangover lasts an entire month. But let's um let's let's do something in January. Let's set this up. Let's not let him get away with this. He is not going to get away with it. We can do this. Yeah. I think there's a glimmer of excitement in there. No, that there sounded is. very cool. You yes. know, yes. You've, you've just put together a cast list of awesome. You've also been the first person that's actually said, I'll bring you some protective gear, a bike, a helmet. You're going to have a painted tank. I mean, that's an offer I can't <laughs> say no to. Well, the painted tank only comes as a reward. Okay, well, oh, that's okay. That's right? fair enough. Right? That's, there's a, that, that's, that's a reward for yeah. doing good. I'm up for right. It. <laughs> Maria has kindly offered to teach you, and, and she she's very good. I she's very she's calm. Yeah, I can imagine. And 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 she she will guide you. She's also we'll stand make in the back in a sidecar, which I'm, yes. yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. But like I said, you can. I've got a brand new set of leathers. All right. I've got some boots. You can wear what size shoes are? Uh, ten. Ten. Yeah. Perfect. I'm ten and a half. So amazing. There you go. My boots I was going to say ten and a half, and I thought that sounded a bit too big. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll have you got a brand new spe- pair of boots. All right. You got a set of leathers. You might have to go on a bit of a diet. Now that's not for, unfair. Yeah, yeah, that's not unfair. Yeah. You know, because I my cougar like frame, I am in. Yeah, fit. No, you're in you know, shape. I'm I'm, 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 I'm I'm at my fighting weight right now. Yeah, no, I'm a, um, I'm, I'm at my lardy best. But anyways, we're 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 roughly similar similar size. Okay. So you will fit my leathers. I have a spare helmet. I've got 36 helmets, so you can pick whichever one you want. 
36. That's cool. 36 wow. helmets. How did you keep them all? That's a lot of space. In my sister's loft. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, when are you going to move these helmets? She's never she's never going to get a loft conversion. I like, I, I've, I've got, got eight at my house. You've I've got, got a wall of helmet boxes somewhere. Uh, That's amazing. Yeah. Brilliant. All right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm in. You have no excuse. Andy I just. Jay. I'm in. That sounds great. That right. sounds great. But right. it's the first tangible thing that I can actually say yes to. Because right. everything else has been. Oh, we should get you to do. And we could do. No. That. No. No. We You're are gonna. Saying, we're gonna make this happen. Boom, boom. I'll get a manufacturer on board. All right. And w- they will provide a couple of 125 cc motors, or maybe a, a fleet of them for us all. And we'll all yeah. go for a ride together. That sounds yeah. fun. Yeah, Maria will go you through do your do your kind of CBT training. Okay, and then then we'll go for a little ride. You know, I'm going to be rubbish, mm-hmm. right? I mean, just can, can you ride a bicycle? Yeah, then you it's, can ride a motorcycle. You can ride a motorcycle. It's, really it's easier. Really you don't have to pedal. <laughs> you don't. It's like it's like cheating. Yeah. You think it'll take my weight? What's that? You think it'll take my weight? Listen. It will take. It, 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 Maybe you, that's you, the only thing he can't answer. You, you can put. You can, you can put four people. On a mutt motorcycle. Oh, okay. I've had four guys on a 125. Okay. And that's the name of your sex tape. Um, that's <laughs> all we can do uh, for today's uh, Driven Chat podcast. Thank you so much for your company today. John, just remind us how you can get in touch and all the rest of it, and I'll, then I'll bid you all goodbye. Yes, well, please do. Say hello on social media. We're very easy to find. At Driven Chat on Instagram, on Twitter. We have a Facebook page. We have a YouTube channel as well. So, yeah, why not come along, say hello, tell us you're listening. Tell us you'd like to be chased by ants. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll make that happen. And it's been a, such a pleasure. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me, guys. And thank you so much to you, the listener. We do really appreciate you. And uh, more of the same next week, hey? It's a date. Bye. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. You dream it, we bring it to life. Find out more at drivenchat.com. Oh, wow. You've made it to the end. The very end and it's john markar here again reminding you that this podcast the driven chat podcast has now run its course and has come to an end to find the new format search the driven podcast in your preferred podcast app or head on over to the website driven.site to find some quick and easy links through to the new episodes in the new formats on your preferred apps thanks bye